All three anthropologists clearly agree that the oldest group in the country was of a dark brown complexion, African. The geographical situation of Aryan languages to the north and Dravidian languages to the south, with a few in the northwest and northeast, suggests that the Dravidian languages were once spoken all over Greater India. The arrival of Aryan languages replaced them everywhere except in the peripheral areas of the subcontinent. This, in turn, suggests that the Aryan languages are the tongues of relative newcomers. This broadly agrees with Risley's analysis. Guha and Sarkar, however, split the dark-skinned peoples into pre-Dravidian and Dravidian. It was the idea that the pre-Dravidians had always been in the south, and the Dravidians had been pushed from north to south by the Aryan speakers. According to this theory, the true Dravidians were either the dark people with Caucasoid facial features or light people. On the other hand, the pre-Dravidians were the predominantly Australoid groups, and for Guha, the Negritos too. They included the Dravidian-speaking tribal groups that lived outside of the caste system. They were seen as having adopted Dravidian languages once the Dravidians had been pushed south by the Aryans. If Guha and Sarkar were right, we would expect those tribal groups designated as pre-Dravidian to have always been in the south. If Risley was right, that there is only one dark group, then we would expect evidence of both Dravidian groups and tribal pre-Dravidian groups in the north. Is there any evidence of pre-Dravidians in the north? What the Aboriginals Say About Their Origin There are a number of central and southern Indian tribes, speaking Dravidian languages, that have interesting accounts of their origins. We should remember that ethnic names like Khond, Santal, and Bil are groups that appeared before in the Australo-Negrito category and would thus be classed pre-Dravidian. The following is the origin tradition of the Khonds. There were two Dravidian men, Nagal and Bandela, by name, on the banks of the Sindhu River in northern India. When the Aryan people came to India, these two men moved off to a different place and dwelt in caves because of their fear of them. Their food was simply jungle tubers. Nagala's and Bondela's sons were Proti and Prohera. The exact names of Proti's and Prohera's sons were Kulo and Dohu. Kulo said to Dohu, You Domua! Therefore, because Dohu remained lying down, his descendants became Domenga. Dohu called Kulo Tuber Digger that is, Donda Kuolo, in Oria. And because he dug up tubers, his people became Khans, Kondo in Oria. Kulo's wife was Sanjuli and Dohu's wife, Binjuli. From them, seventeen Khand clans are descended, and seventeen Dom clans, similarly. The Khand ones are Saoro Khand, Nepal, Naga, Mundari, Santal, Mikri, Kutia, Makar, and Meria. From the Khans, 1982. The Sindhu River is what in the West is called the Indus River. It is also interesting that the names of these Khand clans link them with the Mundari and Santal, who speak a Munda language, the Naga, who speak a Tibeto-Burman language, 
and with a clan that appears to be the eponymous ancestor of a locality as far east as Nepal. Were these originally Australo-Negrito Dravidian-speaking Khand clans that became Munda-speaking in one case and of predominantly Tibeto-Burman-speaking Southeast Asian ancestry in the other?